We would like to say right off the top that the views expressed in this particular episode aren't necessarily the views of RateFast or its affiliate companies. Thank you, and enjoy this episode of the California Work Comp Report. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the California Work Comp Report. Today is Wednesday, March 11th, 2020. Today we have a very special podcast featuring a clip from an interview between RateFast founder Dr. John Alchemy and attorney Phil Walker regarding permanent disability rating. The permanent disability schedule that you use is the one for injuries after January 1, 1997. What I use in order to do the calculation with the permanent disability schedule is I go to Work Comp Central and I click on Calculator there. And I input the um, what the permanent impairment is under the AMA guides. I input the occupation, the date of injury, and the date of birth. And I press a button and it will then calculate the permanent disability for me. It'll also calculate the dollar value of that and the number of weeks that permanent disability is paid. It is very unusual these days to utilize the old rating schedule, which is for injuries before January 1, 1997. You can see how many years are involved there, and it would be highly unusual to get a claim with a date of injury before 1-1-97. And the date of injury determines which schedule you utilize. So I would recommend or indicate that you will be using what's called a permanent disability rating schedule for dates of injury after 1-1-97. And you should be using that in 99.9% of all workers' compensation cases. Got it. Couple of questions for follow-up. Number one, is there any sure. role of the state or the DEU in actually calculating the PD, or is this clearly the job of the adjuster? Well, it's actually the job of both. The adjuster has to calculate the PD in order to set the reserves on the case. And one of the factors that is included in reserves is the dollar value of the permanent disability. The DEU also has a role. And their role is to determine, uh, in their opinion, if the uh, AMA guides rating, which is done by the doctor, is correct or not. In California, we have a case called Blackledge. And this is the case that outlines what the various responsibilities are of people in the workers' comp equation with regard to ratings, and that includes workers' compensation judges, DEU raters, and also um, attorneys and or claims examiners. The workers' comp judge has one responsibility, and it's very simple. He is to 
um, identify the factors that are necessary under the AMA guides in order to produce a permanent impairment rating. Let me give you an example. In lumbar spine rating under the DRE, which appears on page 384 of the guides, category two, which is five to eight percent permanent impairment, um, requires that the patient have one of the following. Muscle spasm, muscle guarding, asymmetric range of motion, or non-verifiable radicular root pain. So the work, and then if the patient has one of those or more, he is entitled to permanent impairment of 5 to 8%. So the the, uh, workers' comp judge's job is to review the medical report very simply and to see if the patient has one or more of that those four things and to confirm that if the patient does the doctor gives him somewhere between five and eight percent permanent impairment if the patient does not have those things then his rating would be zero now you're going to say to yourself well that's not very hard and the truth is it's not It's just looking at a checklist of symptoms and seeing if the patient has one of the required ones and then giving the corresponding rating. Nothing complicated about it. And as you can imagine, the judge ought to be able to do that on his own without the DEU, quote, Disability Evaluation Unit. But because we have a DEU, And because um, all those people have jobs and because um, they need to have something to do, this case, Blackledge says that they act as experts to also do the exact same thing the judge does. Identify what findings are necessary from the AMA guides to give a rating. See if the patient has those, and then uh, make sure that the rating given uh, is based on the AMA guides. In my example, that means that if the patient has either muscle spasm, muscle guarding, asymmetric range of motion, or non-verifiable radicular root pain, then he would get a rating somewhere between 5 and 8%. Now, interestingly, under Blackledge, the person from the DEU is considered an expert in rating. And so their DEU rating is sent to the judge for him to review. And if the judge believes the DEU expert rating is correct, he then can utilize that in his decision as to what the permanent impairment is. Now, let me teach you something practical. In about 70% of all cases, the DEU does not do its job. It's that simple. 
And what they do is they do not look to see if the necessary findings are met to support an impairment rating. Instead, what they do is they simply take whatever the uh, AMA rating impairment number is. In our example, that would be five, six, seven, or eight. And they go to their own computer, plug that in along with the date of injury, occupation, and date of birth, and they press a button and out pops a uh, permanent disability uh, percentage and then dollars that go with it. So let me give you an example of what happens if the DEU does not do this correctly. And you're going to say, why don't they do it correctly? Answer, because the DEU is, is almost always trying to give the applicant the maximum number of dollars. So here's an example. The doctor says that the patient has, he's doing a lumbar spine DRE rating, and he says the patient has muscle spasm. Now we know from looking at page 384, the rating should be between 5 and 8%. But let's say the doctor makes up a number. And he says, because of this, the patient has 50% permanent impairment. And that number is in his report, and it is sent to the DEU. If the DEU is doing its job correctly, it should say, no, this is not consistent with the guides. The patient has muscle spasm. That equals 5 to 8%. He has not given that number. We reject his permanent impairment number. And in reality, we say the correct number should be 5, 6, 7, or 8, based on the finding of muscle spasm. Now, let's. I'm just going to make up a number. Let's say the 50% permanent impairment was worth $100,000. And the correct impairment, 5%, is worth $10,000. If the DEU does not do its job, simply plugs in the 50% uh, permanent impairment number, and that calculates out to $100,000, then the DEU is trying to give the injured worker $90,000 more than the law permits. And this is what happens in 70% of cases. And this is not simple negligence, meaning the DEU doesn't know its job. This is quite, uh, it's due to either intentional to give the injured worker more money than the law says, or it is uh, absolute laziness. So the job of the claims examiner is very simple. The claims examiner looks to see if there's muscle spasm. He looks to see if there is 5 to 8% given as the permanent impairment. And if he reaches the conclusion that there is muscle spasm, as noted in the report, it'll be in the section entitled Physical Findings, 
and that the doctor is given between five and eight percent impairment. The claims examiner usually agrees to pay that amount of money to settle the case. And if the DEU comes up with something different, the claims examiner's job is to say, no, the DEU is wrong. I am going to present this to the workers' comp judge and ask him to do his job. And that is um, see what is required for the rating, muscle spasm, see if the rating given is correct, 5 to 8% impairment, and get the judge to issue a finding that the impairment is somewhere between 5 and 8%. I'm sorry to be so long-winded explaining that. And the simplest thing to do for a claims examiner is to read the black ledge decision, which lays out each person's responsibility in this system. You can find it by simply Googling Blackledge California Workers' Compensation, and you will find the case. So, Phil, I have a follow-up question. It sounds like the calculation of the PD is a very mechanical event. What other elements, other than the permanent impairment rating value, might be at play to cause problems or issues between the parties? Well, um, you are correct. Calculating the permanent disability is completely mechanical. The way you do it is you, um, I, as I say, I go to Work Comp Central. Um, I click on calculators, and there are really five pieces of information I have to give the calculator. Number one, the injured worker's date of birth. Number two, the date of injury. Number three, the injured worker's occupation. Number four, the permanent impairment number that the doctor has uh, given in his report. And number five, the average weekly wage. Uh, there also is one other number, the percentage of um, the injury that the doctor says is apportioned to the specific injury. I should say the percentage of impairment that is apportioned to the um, industrial injury. I plug all those factors in, press a button, and out comes the number that says here's the permanent disability percentage, here are the number of weeks, here is the weekly rate at which it is paid, and here is the total. That is how the calculation works. It reminds me of a saying that says, whiskey is for drinking, water is for fighting. And to me, it sounds like the impairment rating is the water here. Is that correct? Correct. For more about permanent disability rating, visit our blog at blog.rate-fast.com. And to learn more about RateFast workers' compensation software suite, visit rate-fast.com. We'll see you next time.